welcome to another episode of Pep Talk. I am Stacy and I'm Donna. And today we are going to talk about giving back and the young professional. Why is it important? Why is it important as a young professional for you to give back to children, the elderly or even persons your own age? So we're going to kick things off by announcing or telling you that we are having an event which by the time this podcast goes up this episode the event may have passed but on September 14th we're having a pop-up shop in uh, connection with Women of Unlimited Worth which is a CVU Gardens based organization where we want to give to aspiring young professionals workwear for their wardrobe. So if they're going on interviews or even if it's their first day on the job, they have one suit of workwear that they can wear so that they can look presentable. So if it is this episode does not go up after the event, I would like our supporters, fellow young professionals, to donate at least one item of workwear to us here at Pep Talk. And of course, you can do that and communicate with us through DM at Pep Talk Podcast JA on Instagram and on Facebook. So, now that I've made that announcement, we're going to talk about the importance of giving back as a young professional. And Donna is going to kick that off for you. Hi, guys. Um, giving back. Is it important? Because Stacey asks the question, why should we give back? But then again, it might be important to me. It might not be important to somebody else. For me, giving back is very important. And I try to give back every day in some small way. It is important because I really believe if you give, you get. And that cycle continues. And just makes for a happier society and it just makes me feel good to have that sort of mentality to give back and it's important that I teach my children to give back and I think if you have the resources as a young professional I know of somebody with the resources that you should actually give back I think it is just so unfair to have the resources and sit on it and not do anything with it there are people out there who can benefit from the resources that you have or the resources of others and so you find it in your heart dig like a deeper and you know put yourself in a position to give back I definitely believe in karma and I definitely believe give and it will come back to you and so if you're in a position to give whatever it is every everyone mickle make a moko yes oh I get it right if that is the case just give give the person on the street if you're in a position to give when they ask you for some for some money you have this man downtown all the time by east green street light i always try to put myself in a position to give to the point where i had a hundred dollar for one week because never seen for one week and i was just so sad and depressed because me leave it in my care just for him right so guys and that is just a hundred dollars so every mickle you need to take it seriously and if you are a young professional with kids you need to encourage them because as you know our co-host here Donna she has two children the youngest being three and she seems seems very keen on giving back right yes guys Casey some of you might know her personally from Facebook, uh, <laughs> from Facebook. Um, she's very outspoken and I try to lead by example so everything I do I try to get my children involved and 
just recently when we decided to do our pop-up shop that came about you know I was just getting rid of stuff I'm packing up stuff for the big move and I said to myself do I need to take all these things with me is it even necessary and I'm talking things that I have not even touched some things that I haven't worn some you know some that are gently used the environment I'm going in we don't do the three-piece suit kind of thing we don't get dressed up like that it's not that serious for them so I figured you know I said to Stacey why not just give these to sell to people who really need it because I had a lot, a lot you know and I was like let's come up with an initiative where we could do this and out of that part the pop-up shop was born and Casey saw all of that and she's like can I give my stuff away too and I said yes now that I come to think of it instead of just leaving them here and you have outgrown some of them and some you haven't worn let's give back and she was so excited Every, anybody who would listen she would say to them I'm going to give this to children who don't have as much as I do and she was excited the only thing that she didn't want to give back was her books she's like no I want this book I want to carry this book and I'm like Casey those can't hold in your suitcase like that it's a lot we have to share and we have to give them back and she's like are you going to buy buy my books back I said yes that we can arrange we can definitely per, you know buy your books but we're going to a children's home and we're going to donate these to pe- for people and, and children who can benefit from these things so she was very happy very glad she wanted to be the one to exchange it herself but that didn't happen I took them down there and we got them done but she was very delighted so I think it's important to show them to have empathy and to just be good people good-hearted people if you can if you can give and I want to add that that's why you have a lot of service organizations that as young professionals you can be a part of the Kiwanis, the Rotary, the Leo Club and the list goes on and on. You can be a part of these organizations and it will put you in a position to give back and put you in a position to know about the communities and the non-government organizations that would like your donations. And if it is you don't have resources, endless resources, your time is of value. So if you can volunteer to help someone with their homework, teach a class here or there, motivate somebody, inspire somebody to be better or to be just like you, you should do it. Time is a valuable resource and it is an asset. So if it is you're not too busy, you can look into yourself and donate and dedicate your time to helping someone and putting them in a better position that I consider giving back as well. You do not have to have money. You do not have to have a closet full of clothes that you cannot pack into your suitcase. You can have time and that is very valuable. In fact, it is probably even more so valuable the hearts that you can touch by dedicating your time. And I should probably say that when we were younger, we gave back but in the form of the thrift shop. Remember? Right? The, the thrift shop was it was run by the Salvation Army? I think so. It was run by the Salvation Army and I didn't know what a thrift shop was when I was younger until my mother who worked at the ministry which was in the vicinity of the thrift shop said um we should go to the thrift shop and I was like what 
what is that thrift shop and it was basically like a goodwill and we went and they had persons working there who were who had ties to the Salvation Army primarily persons who were disabled and who it was very challenging to find job opportunities for them or put them in regular jobs because of their disability and we'd go and we'd make friends with them and of course we'd buy one or two items there there you know and I try to support them and then drop some coins in our in our buckets on our way out but that is my earliest memory of giving back and I where I work right now I work in the vicinity of where the thrift shop was and I'm telling you every time I pass it the building closed down every time I pass it I remember my experience there and I really wish that the thrift shop was something that was still in existence in Jamaica because I think it was for a good cause and I understand that a lot of people didn't take up the opportunity to go there and even buy small items and so they had to close it I understand that but a thrift shop is definitely one way of giving back to those who could use the assistance right Donna you remember we trips to the to the thrift shop I do I got a sweater from there <laughs> <laughs> I do I know that you said it's very vivid in my mind when mommy would take us so yes I do and even we donate clothes to the thrift shop too yes. clothes shoes everything everything we bought occasional items you know just to be supportive and we found good stuff in there too you know yes. found good stuff in there you know um, but it's and I want to point you know what I want to point out I want to point out for those people you know whenever you're giving back you'll always have some persons who are not for it and they'll try to dissuade you because I remember every time I would get my salary while working a few years ago I would put some things in the car set it aside because I saw my father did that he always has this this thing with coins I'm talking coins or like if you're broke you can you can if you're broke 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 you can find thousands when you don't count out there with those coins because he does he didn't spend the coins never ever spent them so whenever he's driving by and somebody begging my change he always would go to that stash so it's I think you know you live and you learn and it was the same thing with me but I didn't really want to give them coins I would like whenever I get paid and I have change like a lot of hundred dollars I'd stick like maybe a thousand county toes and ten madman well what we would call madman or homeless people and if they beg me I'll give them so wherever the ten one hundred dollars stop that's where it ends because that was my budget for that month and no, if not me, you know, sometimes nobody would beg. So you'd still have it to, to pay it forward. Or even the windshield wiper. Or even the windshield wiper. And I heard somebody said to me, it Donna, so I was giving somebody a ride and they said to me, Every if every time somebody beg and you give them and you don't even know where they're gonna spend it pan. Why you wanna give them your hard her earn money? And I said to them, that is not my business. I see a need at the time and you're like maybe they're going buy a cracker or whatever that is not my concern you ask me for money to buy a food or whatever i i take you at face value i give you the benefit of the doubt exactly. i give you, you don't know the person why not give i you give you the hundred dollar i feel okay giving it to you now if you're going to do something else with it that's your prerogative and god 
not going to say, oh, I'm not going to give him this because he's going to do that with it. I'm going to give you a little story. And a lot of people probably will not believe this. I've always had the support of my family. And when I moved overseas, I think it was the third year, I found myself in a situation where I had changed, well, it was the end of the school year. I was between jobs, about to start another job in August, left the other job in June because of whatever reasons. Um, of me no longer being comfortable there. There was that gap now of two months where you will not, I wouldn't have a salary. I found myself in a situation, it was at that point I realized I was very much hand to mouth. You know, so you go from being comfortable where you, you go, you buy anything you want, your children them have, well, I didn't, I didn't have Casey at the time. But that two months, that gap, I'm telling you, I found myself in a situation. Here I am in America. My bills are due. My family, I didn't want to burden them, so I kept a lot of it to myself because I know my father and my mother would have come to my rescue ASAP. And it was at that point in time, I was at my lowest in those eight weeks. And it's not even eight weeks, it's a little bit longer because my first paycheck would be ready in September. So you're talking about three months, June, July, August. Two and a half months. And in that, I, it, it, it gave me the experience of what it felt like to not have. Or to not, and, and that wasn't even a bad situation compared to people who have to go through unemployed yeah. for, for years yeah. and don't have it to give their children. So when we look at people and we look at the plight that they go through and we say to ourselves, oh, we're not, you know, we're not give my money because of this thing I'm going to do. You don't know when you are going to find yourself in a situation. A lot of these people on the road that you see. It's called they're homeless. It's not that they don't have ambition. It's not that they don't want better. But let's be real. The situation in Jamaica is so dire. It is so dire that even educated people can't find money to eat. And we have this thing called the working poor or the working homeless. Meaning they're one paycheck away from being homeless. And we don't understand this until we can find ourselves in that situation, which is unfortunate. It should get to that point before we can have compassion towards okay. people. Yep. And, I, and to me, it's very dear. It's extremely dear. Even when, when I don't have it, if somebody beg me, I prefer cut my money in half or divide it in half and say whatever. Because I heard my child say to me, Mommy, but oh yeah, even in that time when I was struggling, I remember the older one said to me, Mommy, but oh yeah, give me you don't have whatever. And I said, Okay. More than me. It need, yes, like how she like she said, but oh yeah, give me you just tell me say you could have buy this or you could have buy that. I'm led by how compassionate I need to be. Led it's by just the heart. exactly. And some people will not understand it and it and I don't I don't have to be in a desperate situation to understand people and, and, and during those times I survived because I had people who helped me. 
I had friends who helped me. I didn't tell my parents because I already know that they would, even if they never have it, they would have shake out them savings and send it come give me all the way in America. So you think the people they're American, they might live this life and whatever. Yes, I was living comfortably, but the realization was that within two months, I went from that. Is it that? To get the, so during summer holidays, I get paid? No, you get paid, you know. You get paid. But what had happened at that point? You get you you might have gotten a check, you'll get a check. You'll get a check that covers the holiday. But the reason why I was leaving this place was very much because of that. They were this place in particular, lovely place to work, but they were underhanded when it came to your money. So you know, so you know, getting ready to leave. If you leave, you know, you're still entitled to your money, you know. Mm-hmm. But because you're leaving, them all on panic. Them, no, them all on panic and now nah, give you. You have to get a lawyer and whatever because it's, it's, it's a it's a way where it's a power thing. Um, so you get so they had a lot of lawsuits against them because when they, they want to run you away, so you leave on their term. So if you're going to leave, they're going to hold on to your salary, and that was the situation I found myself in. Had I known, I probably would have waited until I got all of my money for the summer and then me just leave. But I felt I needed to be professional. I felt that that was, you know, need give them time to find somebody. But yet I didn't know how underhanded they were. I heard about it. But me and said, people can so wicked. Mm-hmm. So they withheld two, two months pay check from me. Deliberately. Deliberately in the great America, but what I'm trying to say, you don't know when you're going to find yourself in a situation that one incident it changed the, the, my outcome because I looked at investments, I looked at other things moving forward, and we would have touched on some of those in our previous episodes. Why it's important to not, you know, you think you have it, but then your emergency fund run out, back to school, or come now. All of these things are coming. Like everything was happening. I think I was pregnant with Casey at the time, so you're talking about Doctor Bill. You're talking about everything, and I had the support of great friends, and I have some good friends. So kudos to you guys. You know yourselves. Let me let me big on up on this. Kudos to Uno. Like I said, if my parents knew. They would have came to my rescue. So, but you know, after a while, you just yeah, 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 live by yourself. You know, want to burden yeah, nobody. You know, you don't but want to burden. Expectation. <laughs> you know, but now you can speak about it because you, you, you have overcome feet, the worst. Good. You get back by your feet and you're good. Well, guys, you can tell from pretty much every single episode this season that Donna is the co-host with all the life experiences. <laughs> Because you always have a, some story, some time. story to tell. And she said it's because she takes chances, all right, in the workplace and outside of the workplace. And I personally enjoy your stories. And that's why you are a perfect co-host. Because clearly, I have no story we can compare. It's like, my life not going on in my life. Guys, it's just because she's sheltered. That's all. I am not sheltered. It's because I get along with the people I meet. That has nothing to do with getting along. Yeah, I know, get along know. with she, the people she, I she's meet. She's a lot more patient than I am. That's exactly what it is. Patience, Donna, is a virtue. 
you need to have it sometimes. No, not at the expense of people walking over you. Not at no, the no, 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 that's different. We're not, we're not here for abuse of power. We are not here for abuse of power. But it could be like every job you take up, abuse of power follow you. Be not like. But I'm not, I don't want to. I don't want to go off from the topic of giving back. I just wanted before we go to close and say that. We're doing this pop-up shop September 14, but we have every intention of doing pop-up shops uh, in other inner-city communities come 2020. So yes, we're going to be seeking donations even then of workwear items for males and females. So of course, you can DM us if you have any clothes to give or know of anybody who can give us any items. And it is Facebook and Instagram at peptoppodcast. JA. So I'm going to thank you in advance for your donations because we know say the people that will listen to this podcast they're very generous and have a giving heart. Yeah, we want to thank also those who have already donated. Um, the love is real. The outpouring is so heart wrenching and you know, heart, you know, warming rather, not wrenching, heartwarming. Thank you guys. Thank you for those who we're collaborating with, those in the public and private sector. We really appreciate the the love and continue to give back. If you haven't, it's as simple as you would imagine. And remember, it doesn't have to be a monetary donation. It doesn't have to be physical stuff. It could just be um, donation of your time. Um, the children's home, just book an appointment or the senior citizen home. And I promise you, some of them need to see good people, lively faces, happy faces to feel, you know, in touch with the outside world. I visited one today and there was this little girl. She saw the car, drove up and she ran out. Well, I went in to drop off some stuff and she came back out and she asked for something out the bag. And I told her I already submitted it. I said, let's go, you know, ask them for She said, no, they're they not going to give it to her. And I left there feeling so sad for her. Very nice girl, pretty girl. Cause the first thing I said to her, you are pretty. And she said, thank you. And she just looks so sad. So if you guys can just, you know, give off your time, 30 minutes here, make sure you touch base with the children's home or the senior citizen home um, via email or some way of contacting them before, let them know your intention and they'll welcome you because our children need this, Our, our children, our elderly they need this jamaica need this it needs we need for us to young people putting themselves in a position to give back and help and i want to i know we say we're close up but there's this lady who's giving back right now and i just want to big her up um auntie donna from i think she's from mountain view and some of you might know of our program she gave back because she's been giving back and now it has blown up to the point where people, she has been helping a lot of people through donors overseas, locally, um, who donate money, clothes, whatever. To, so she highlights other people's plight. And as she loves to say, it's not a begging program, it's a give back program. So they're not begging, it's just a highlight people's plight. People are in vulnerable situation. And if you want to donate, you donate through her medium. Send the money. She accounts for all of it. It's all on camera. 
so accountability is key and I think that might if you know if it's not a case they might want to look into that and you have other ways of giving back but I just want to big her up big up Auntie Donna you're doing a great job I'm hooked to your videos by the way um so yeah so let's just give back and make Jamaica a better place so guys that's it for our show today thank you so much for tuning in and I should probably add that this is the last episode of pep talk for season two please join us for season three which will be coming shortly stay tuned to our Facebook and Instagram page at pep talk podcast ja for all the information on that thank you